0: Welcome to Grab life, big, Grab life Big, the exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who
1: do epic shit. And now, your host, Pet Hybin.
0: I'm glad you were home. Huh? All right, go, bros. we are in the GoBro room, coming from St. Augustine, Florida, Mr. Gina Barrow. say that right, Gino? 90%. <laughs>
1: um,
0: uh, is in the house, so let's get to know him. What's up, Gino? Not much. How you doing, Pat? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, boss. Hey, why don't you give me a rundown on who you are, like a, like a, like a little bio from the day Gino was born up until today in five minutes
1: well the day i was born i hit lottery i got uh born to two great parents um both immigrants i was born in brooklyn i lived there three years thank god i moved out of there when i was three years old went up to the quote-unquote country i uh, lived there went to college at fairfield got a bs in finance i don't know why i did that but i did um got into the restaurant business with my dad uh, when i was 22 years old i bought my own restaurant actually 24 i bought my own restaurant with my mom and my brother Worked for 20 years. Uh, for the first 15 years, were great. I'll fast forward real quick. I loved it. Worked with my dad. It was it was awesome. It was a great business, cash business. People paid. It was really profitable. But you know, once the internet comes around, once OA comes around, everything shifted. Um, and working more, making less. I was just getting frustrated. So I said to my brother, "I'm going to life coaching school." I don't know why. I don't want to become a life coach, but I just needed more personal development. And that to me was the turning point. Um, it wasn't Obama's economy that made me suck it wasn't anything else it was all inside of me and i said these guys out making millions of bucks why aren't i so um that was my turning point um started investing in real estate i bet back in 02 but really dabbling like everyone else is is buying a three and flipping a house investing it really isn't it's just more more uh it's more you know doing it part-time and if you don't focus on something you're not going to do well so i was just you know Trials and tribulations. Everyone said it was a good idea. So I thought it was a good idea until I got serious back in 2011. I met my partner, Jake. He was actually a pharmaceutical rep at the restaurant. And what really impressed me about him was the young guy, really you know motivated, really laid out his lunches, really knew where he was going. And he had a plan. Not many guys in their 20s have a plan. So I said dude we gotta you know start investing in real estate he went down to knoxville tennessee back in 2011 because he saw the impending you know new york nonsense with taxes cost of living he wanted to live somewhere where the weather was better so uh we started buying real estate back in 2013 we bought our first deal took us two years we decided multifamily really simple guys uh we wanted to scale up we wanted to do this part-time in the beginning and we wanted to have you know full-time jobs so we bought our first 25 unit property together uh, had my brother as a partner. Uh, that was in February of 2013. Um, incredibly enough, three months later, we ended up closing on a 36 unit. Um, a year after our first purchase, we bought another 136 unit. So the moral of the story is get educated, start doing what you want to do, focus on what you want to do, and things start accelerating. In February of 2014, we were up to almost 200 units. Uh, Jake actually ends up quitting his job, starts running the properties full-time, company becomes what they say vertically integrated. We did everything as far as management, as far as maintenance, the whole thing. Uh, Fast forward to today, we are at 730 units and we're gonna be closing on 110 units uh, in two weeks. Uh, No syndication, all our own money, refinancing, repurposing. We've been able to refi out about $8 million over the last two and a half years, going from community bank to non-recourse, Fannie and Freddie and a lot of of our deals.
0: That's beautiful, dude. Beautiful. And well, tell me about your personal life. Got six
1: kids, 18 years to three years. Um, that's probably the best part of my life. I left that out. I don't know if you want to hear about that, but... Um, I mean, that's that's why I got into real estate because I was working at the restaurant six days, five, five and a half, six days a week, working weekends, working holidays, working nights. That just sucked. I mean, when you're younger, it's great. But when, you're, when you know what your why is and your why is your family and you're working those hours and you can't control your schedule, that really, it's a big conflict of interest. You know, goals plus objections equals your beliefs. And my beliefs were I should spend more time with my family and I was really struggling. And I think that was one of the catalysts to get out of there. So uh, I've got, you know, Second thing is I've got an amazing wife. Uh, I call her Superwoman. I don't want her to hear that, but she really is. I mean, she homeschools the six kids. Um, my oldest just got into college down here in Flagler. So it, it's awesome. And, you know, homeschooling is just part of our life. It's just you get up in the mornings, kids are around all day. They can drive you nuts, but it's it's the way, you know, the way we've been able to do it from the very beginning. And, you know, we love it. And that's why I moved down to St. Augustine. I came down here because it's people down in Florida, at least up in North Florida, it's so much nicer, just a nicer community, great weather. I we want to be outside more. I want to experience the outdoors more. I want to be at the beach. So that's why I ended up here.
0: And why'd you pick St. Augustine <laughs> of all places in Florida?
1: Well, I was going to go to Jacksonville in August of 2015 to start expanding our portfolio. Um, I couldn't sell my house in New York. And by August of 16, I missed the market. I mean, the cap rates just compressed within a year. It was amazing. I would say the joke. I you know, had Grant Cardone on our, on our podcast, and I was telling him, I'm moving to Jacksonville. And he's like, what, are you kidding me? you buying Jacksonville. And I knew all the institutions hadn't seen Jacksonville yet. Fast forward to about a couple months ago, he ends up closing a deal in Jacksonville. So, I mean, I don't want to say I'm smarter than him, but uh, you know, that's why I moved down here. I moved down here because I saw the market. Ended up saying, you know what? I don't really like Jacksonville. Looked at Ponte Vedra. Ponte is beautiful. Then I just migrated down to St. Augustine, which is a really quaint town. I mean, I don't know. If people find out about this this city, they will move down here in droves because it's just awesome here
0: that's cool and i like your thought about um you know wanting to move wanting to be outdoors i did the same thing i moved from maryland near baltimore to south carolina mm-hmm. uh, on the beach and you know at the end of the day it's like today right today it's like 60 something degrees right i got a short sleeve shirt on and sandals i mean mm-hmm. it's a in the middle of it's almost december tomorrow the next day but so like it's like it's like just being outside i think is just so much better for your soul you know.
1: I agree. I mean, I'm going to be doing a live call at Len. Me and Len Giancola do a live uh, Facebook call every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. We go to Ponte Vedra. We go to the, on the beach. So it's December. It's 70 degrees down here. We're going to be on the beach. We'll probably be there until January. Maybe a month we'll be inside uh, after the podcast. I'm going to jump on a bike and go, go with a bike ride for my kids. I can never do that in New York. New York is June, July, August. Then you're done. Then you feel like September chill, and it's like, bro, it's over. You know? Um, yeah, you I get make depressed it.
0: depressed, and it rains. and it's That's like, right.
1: I, I I make it a point. to start
0: coughing just, and everything, you know?
1: I make it a point to see the beach at least once a day. That, that's my goal, to get up in the morning, go walk on the beach, or at nighttime, be on the beach at least once a day. That's my goal is to get outside and smell the fresh air at least once a day.
0: I love it, buddy. And you got the podcast going. What's your end game with the podcast? Are you trying to syndicate on that, or are you just doing that for fun?
1: Well, I mean, I was fortunate where, you know, when you become financially free and you don't have to worry about Doing a job. I was doing the podcast while I was working and we just did it for fun. We've got over 110 episodes. The best thing about it is you get everyone commenting and saying, Listen, I bought my first deal because of your podcast. I mean, basically, it's a multifamily podcast, it's a niche product where I really think there's a ton of value on there. People go on and listen from beginning to end. They've got over 110 shows. We've got great guys on there. I mean, amazing guys. We just did Cameron Harold. We've done Chris Voss, I mean, Brian Scudamore, some amazing guys. We've had David Osborne on the show. We try to do a lot of gen biz where you hear a lot of guys, but we also want to get into, you know, what about your laundry? What about your, you know, utilities? What about your insurance? So we really try to do that. And I think the end game is just really to continue to give back. That's one of the ways I really thought about giving back to my community, growing the community base for Jake and Gino, and just trying to sell some product out of there. And ultimately, you know, if I have to advertise next year for a live event, that's what I can
0: use it for. Well, wait a minute. So um, sell some product. What do you mean? I have we have an educational
1: platform at Jake and Gina. We we've done tons of videos, tons of training products, and we've been doing that for like the last I guess eighteen months, and it's been it's in in its infancy. We've got a ton of free stuff, but we also sell stuff uh, online for you know for, to take it to the next level. I was coaching Pat, but you're coaching. Is hard. Um, it's I'll it's see.
0: a yeah. You're trading time for money when you coach, and it, nobody fucking listens to you anyway. <laughs> takes your a, soul.
1: It's a grind. If you get the right guy, it is the best freaking space. The thing is, I personally think life coaching blows away anything else. But you can't make money at 150 bucks an hour, and people don't value that. They think, oh, whatever. But start with life coaching. Start with your questionnaire. Start with your why is. Start with your focuses. Start with your your mission and purposes. And then, holy crap, your mind gets exploded. What is that worth? To me, that was priceless. I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't have that. But try to convince it to somebody who's doing nine to five and who's doing a grind. And it's just, it's just there's no value for them. At least that's what they appear to be. So uh, Jake and I, we had six or seven co- cl- you know, clients. We were making pretty good money doing it. But like you said, mind-sucking, man. Ugh, holding hands, it's just like it was, it was hard. It was difficult.
0: You really got to be... Special to do coaching. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you got to like it, you know, yeah. and you got to be into it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the thing. And so when you don't, luckily for you, you don't have to, so you don't. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's cool. Okay, so let's get on to some nitty gritty here. Uh, Gino, thanks for sharing all that. Um, okay, so first of all, what percentage are you?
1: I would consider myself a hundred percenter because most of my income is passive right now from from the real estate. So I would well, consider.
0: okay. So like uh, six kids, obviously, you got more expenses than the average American household. Mm-hmm. Like uh, for you and your wife to live, the kids, you know, um, including vacations, food, clothes, utilities, everything and anything. What's that cost a month?
1: I would say, in, without you, without uh, vacations, about twelve grand a month. My food bills over three grand a month. Everything's organic, so it's a big nut. Rent is four, and you put everything else. I have no debt, so other than that, um, it's I'd say twelve grand a month. So you rent now? I actually moved down here. I'm renting. I'm in the process. I think I want to buy something a little distressed right down the street. Uh, work on it and do that. I just don't want to have debt. I just. What do you, you think know, the
0: house is worth?
1: The house down the street. I think. You know, so the worth- house that you live in. About eight fifty, maybe nine hundred.
0: What? 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 Look at the nice return there, huh? Like point oh yeah. four. I mean, it's like, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah,
1: exactly. Nine
0: hundred thousand dollar house rents for four thousand. So yeah, that it's crazy. Say, that's where it makes sense to rent, right? Um, yeah. Oh, totally. All right. So let's talk about this. So let's just say because I think you're lying. Actually, I don't think you're lying. I just think you probably don't know your exact expenses. So. You, you're at twelve. You think you're at twelve with six kids seems extremely low. You know you at. Let's just say you're at twenty with vacations and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. So let's say you're at. Uh, let's be. Let's say you're at fifteen. Fifteen. a eighty thousand a year, right? So, how much do you make off of the Tennessee uh, properties or all your properties? I assume they're all in Tennessee. That are uh, you know net, like like including principal pay down, but also taking out all expenses?
1: Uh, ne- around 20 a month.
0: And you have to split that with Jake?
1: No, it's 20 to me.
0: That's 20 to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're at 240 and you're at 180, right? And then
1: awesome. so we've got, we've got a little you multifamily. Yeah, we've got a little multifamily that throws another 12, another grand a month. My restaurant that my brother's giving me a draw because I sold out is another 2300 a month. And I've got Jake and Gina, which is throwing another three grand a month. So I'm, I'm around 25. 26 grand a month
0: all right perfect so let's say you're at 13 to make this easy for people listening and you're at 13 expenses you're a 200 percenter 200 percenter okay does that make sense that does so make because sense it costs you 13 mm-hmm. and you get in twice that you get if you were getting 13 a month in passive right or horizontal income you'd mm-hmm. be 100
1: you're mm-hmm. getting
0: 26 you're at 200
1: mm-hmm yep Makes sense.
0: Okay. okay. So now next time Len asks you what percentage are, you tell him 200. 200. I think Len's only 165. So, Well, Len, right. likes to, Len spends more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So what would you say your net worth is?
1: Um, I would say in the $5 million range. I mean, a net worth is – it's a difficult one because all the properties have just exploded in the last three years. So um, $5, 6000000 million right in that range. We've refied money out. Our debt has gone up, but also the valuation has gone up, gone up tremendously. So,
0: Yeah. What, what about your life happiness index? What's your life happiness index number?
1: I don't know what that would, how to put a number on it with a 1 to 10, but right now I freaking love it. I mean, it's like I'm, I, it feels as if I'm playing with house money right now. That's what it feels like to
0: me. Well, let's 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 go over the pillars, okay? So, the GoBundance pillars are first of all. And I, let me just roll them off, and then you could. We're going I'm gonna ask you which one you suck at, okay? So, which mm-hmm. one you think is the lowest that might be bringing you down? You got a horizontal income. Obviously, you're 200 percent, or that's gonna be like a nine or so, mm-hmm. or eight and a half at least. Mm-hmm. You got extreme accountability. That would be like you and Len or a GoPod or whatever. You got age-defying health. Right, you got uh, genuine contribution, giving back, a bucket list adventures, doing epic shit, uh, and then you got genuine relationships. So of those six, which one are you the worst at right now?
1: Probably bucket relationships. I mean, uh, the bucket list only because when you have six kids, it's hard to leave the wife home and say, "Hey, I'm going and doing this." So, um, but at the same time, when you move, people, you know, you, you do across country, you know, in, in six months, and you're going everywhere. I would just like to be able to say, let me go to an, like the Cardone event this this February. I'd love to pick up and leave four days on a weekend, but it's a little bit difficult because don't want to leave her home, and that's putting a lot of pressure on her. So my bucket list, I would say, is I'm probably the weakest at. I'm working on it, uh, like I did the mastermind a couple months ago. We're going to start doing masterminds up here, so that's probably my weakest,
0: my weakest. What if you could do a bucket list with like three of the kids, or is it impossible with six kids to do like? No, stuff besides
1: nothing, nothing's impossible i mean this summer my, one of my bucket lists is to go to go to europe to go to italy for three weeks with all six of them so that's nothing's impossible if you want to do it it's just it's it's challenging to get from point a to point b you know what i'm saying bro yes yeah,
0: so so do you think you'll do that is
1: i'm gonna that i'm gonna do that I, my, my mom's got a house in italy i'm going to italy this summer i'm gonna figure out when where but i'm, I'm gonna do it
0: so Okay, so in true go abundance fashion, I'm going to ask you this and put you on the spot while being recorded. If you don't go to Italy this summer, are you willing to eat a can of dog food? Yeah. All right, you guys heard it here. He's going to eat a can of dog food if he doesn't go to Italy this summer with I, his I kids and his wife. So, mm-hmm. an entire can of Alpo, and I'll let Len <laughs> Gicola feed it to you spoonful by spoonful. So, very good. Well, I love it. Okay, so, um, Let's talk about, um, you know, I want to talk investing. You're all about investing. Are you still going into Tennessee? Are you going into Florida? What markets do you think have pretty much maxed out and are silly to invest in?
1: What we do is we get... We draw a circle around Knoxville, three hour radius. That's what we'd like to do. We're starting right now because there's enough markets around there. You got Louisville, Kentucky. You've got Atlanta, which is in hyper supply. It's a crazy freaking market, but it will pull back sooner or later. You just have to know where you're going. Parts of Florida are okay, but they're really high. Texas is just crazy. Some parts of Texas you got Dallas, Fort Worth. We like to stay in the Southeast. That's where jobs are. That's where the job growth is. The population growth, that's where people are moving to. So, and we like, we like the Tennessee area. I mean, unfortunately, even a lot of Tennessee, like Nashville is just crazy right now. So uh, you have to be choosy. You have to know what you're buying. You have to know where you're buying and you have to have an end game. Are you going to buy this, syndicate it, flip it in three years? Or are you going to be going long-term like, you know, how we hold what we do?
0: That's awesome, dude. Well, you heard it here first, guys. You heard it here first, where to go. All right, cool. So let's talk a little bit about health. Uh, what do you weigh? One seventy. And uh, what do you want to weigh?
1: One fifty-five.
0: Okay. And you know what's your diet like?
1: Um, actually, kale shake in the morning with some spinach in it. Uh, lunchtime, you know, I'm usually home around lunchtime, so my wife cooks a nice lunch, and same thing with dinner. So I'm, I try not to eat out as much as possible, and she you know, she, she cooks. Three square meals a day, so I'm I'm home for at least two of them, if not all three. So that's if I'm great. not home, yeah, if I'm not home for lunch, I'll just skip lunch and I'll just have something salad out. And, and, and these guys make fun of me, Len, they, they they make fun of me that I like to eat salad. But I'm trying to eat salad down here. You know, when you're in the restaurant for 20 years and you're around great pizza, bro, you know how hard it is. That's one of the reasons. Oh my God, I'm, yes. That's why I got out too, because you're around food all the time and excellent food. So it's not the healthiest place to be when you're younger. You can get away with it, but when you're older, you have to you know, say to yourself. It's not the same thing.
0: What about exercise?
1: Exercise, I, I walk about three miles a day on average. Between, on the beach? You know, yeah, on the beach, in the neighborhood, in the city. And I, I I bike about four to five times a week with the kids, about half an hour.
0: That's awesome. And um, uh, let's talk a little bit about greatest hits. Every music star out there, whether it's rap, rock and roll, country, has a greatest hits album. How old are you, Gina? I'm 47. All right, so 47 years. You've had five cover songs they are going to be put on your Greatest Hits album, and these are the most poignant moments of your life. What are those five Greatest Hits?
1: I think the first one would be I Got Married to My Wife. I mean, that was just life-altering, life-changing to me. Um, I didn't know at the time how really awesome she was compared to most women out there. Um, She's selfless. Uh, She actually made me a better person. I think she saved my soul. Um, I think she's an amazing mother. It's not many women out there that do do that. I mean, she's just awesome. She's been nursing our kids for 20 plus years. I mean, can you imagine that? And it's just, I mean, how many people do that? Not many. And she just gives and gives and gives. And that's what's, you know, I guess that's made me a better person. Uh, The second hit, I mean, you can't list all six kids, but I guess everyone says the birth of their children. But I think the third one especially made me see how awesome kids really are. And it took three for me to really realize that and how, you know, I was a grumpy guy before that, but I think the third one, I don't want anyone else, none of my kids to hear that, but the first two were tough. You don't enjoy them, but as you do things more and more in life, it's like, wow, this gets to be cool. And after three, I said, sky's the limit. Let's keep going. You know, Um, I think that was just, you know, life altering for me. It was really an amazing experience. Um, I think when I, when I, when I bought my restaurant back in February in in May of 2000, I mean, May of 1994, that was completely different, something I feared. I remember going there for the first day crying because I was by myself, but it was, it was really tough, but that really changed my life. I became an entrepreneur, and I just took a huge risk that day. Um, the next one is when I left the restaurant in uh, March of 2016. I left completely. I had been weaning myself off, and in March of that day, I was like the best freaking day of my life. I was fine. I felt like I was financially free. I just felt like I started doing what I wanted to do full time. And I think the last one is when we bought our first 25 unit property. I mean, it was a little cracked end, but I, I saw it back then. Now, I look back then, that was the beginning of it for me as far as becoming financially free.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. So, that cracked end, do you still own it?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we bought it for six. We refied it. We, we put 80 grand into it. We refied out 180 grand. Thing is worth probably nine fifty now, and we're cash flowing about two grand a month on it. I mean, it's, it was the nicest little crack that anyone will ever want to buy, and that's the thing. It's people don't see; they see what they want to see. I mean, you have to see value there. So we were fortunate on our first deal to, and that's the only thing we could buy. We bought it owner financing. It was just, it was great, you know.
0: <laughs> do you have other properties near it?
1: We do, actually. That was the first one, and we've got, you know, we're, our portfolio is broken up into three different offices, and that's part of uh, about two hundred units. So that was great because. When Jake bought it, you can manage twenty five units. It's doable. You can get there and you can do that property all at once. It was weekly renters. We learned a lot on that property, but yeah, it was awesome. It was it was
0: awesome. Yeah, you know, I had an experience like that. It was probably fifteen years ago. Jesus, now fifteen? No, probably twelve years ago. I don't know. Anyway, so I bought an 18 unit and I didn't self-manage it because You know, I was a busy, at the time, I was a real estate agent, Mm full-time, you know, extremely busy. It was a side investment, and it became so labor-intensive for the property manager. I mean, she Mm -hmm. property manager was putting in, like, 60 hours a week because she was collecting cash payments every week, like you said. And there was no economy of scale because I didn't own other properties near it. It was Mm -hmm. about 50 minutes from my house, and uh, I ended up selling it and making money on it on the sale, but... um, I look back on it and I was like, man, what what would life be like if I still owned that? Because it would be a cash cow for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's a it's a long struggle. Those twenty units, those fifteen units. I had uh, another guy tell me recently. Goes, oh yeah, he's never owned any real estate and he just bought a twenty unit apartment building. And I'm thinking, mm, you got a rude awakening. There's a lot of management if you're going to do all this yourself, you mm-hmm. know. And if you're going to pay somebody, you're going to pay them a lot of money, you know. Um, mm-hmm to manage that unless you got other properties nearby. So I bet, but, but I bet that was fun. And I'm, I'm glad that was a, a greatest hit for you. Cause that was like the beginning of it.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: So let's talk about future greatest hits. Where, where What are your five future greatest hits of the next 47 years?
1: Well, I mean, I love to buy a house on the beach. That's one thing I love to do. Uh, I love to take an, uh, an awesome, uh, vacation with all of my kids. Um, I'd love to be able to create a mastermind group for all entrepreneurs down here in St. Augustine, almost like an EO, and just be able to get guys together. And, and it's very difficult to have guys like-minded in this in this kind of economy where we're all scripted to go corporate and to do nine to five. And I'd like to be able to, you know, continue to expand the Jake and Gino brand. That's what I love to do. I'd love to be able to help guys buy their first deal and say, hey, listen, you can self-manage it, but this is what you need to do. And I just love would love to continue to do, you know, events, live events, and just get people together. That that's where I love. It. That's where I like to go going forward.
0: That's awesome, dude. All right, well let let's let's wrap this up with the with a great question, and that is, what brings Gino joy?
1: Um, I mean, the simple answer would be, hey, you know, seeing my kids grow, seeing them healthy, and all. But that personally, that's all I want is I want I want to spend time with my kids every day. I want to be able to get up in the morning, have breakfast with them, maybe help them with school, then go do what I have to do. As far as as far as uh, business wise just to continue to grow the portfolio and just to help investors in every day getting those emails. Hey, you know, you really helped me. You really inspire me. Um, thanks for doing this live call. Just to be able to get on the call with somebody and not have to worry about getting paid and just giving back. And the more that I can do that, the more I'll be able to grow myself and the more I'll be able to contribute. And you know, when you grow and you contribute in life, that's what makes you happy. It's not making the money. The money is the, is the, is the result. It's not the cause. It becomes the result and the more people you help, the more money you're going to make eventually.
0: Yeah, I love it, and I think people don't realize or we don't realize as a collective the power of assertive appreciation. You know, you say what brings you joy really is people reaching out to you on Facebook that are randoms that you never, you don't know and be mm-hmm. like, hey, really, thanks thanks for giving, mm-hmm. right? And um, they're almost probably afraid to do it, and then they do it, and it's and a, that's a problem. major day, you know?
1: Yeah, that's the problem. A lot of people, you know, If anything, guys, on this call, don't be afraid to ask something because you'd be amazed. There's people out there. I have live calls every week now with with our community. There's six or seven people on there. I have to unmute people forcefully to ask them. And then once I unmute them forcefully, they've got 15 questions because I guess they're intimidated, they're afraid, but they need help. And, you know, when you come from a place of fear, put yourself in their position. Uh, you're just trying to help them. And they've come on the call to be with you, but they still don't want to get on that call and ask you questions. So there are so many people out there that if they're listening to this podcast or any other podcast, they're, you're really helping people. So just come at it from a mindset that you're just trying to help people and, and you're trying to give you know, your knowledge to them.
0: That's awesome. All right, Gino. Well, this is great, buddy. I hope to break some bread with you in the near future, and at uh, you know, at an event down that way, or a GoBundance event in the future. And um, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day.
1: Thanks, Pat. I appreciate it. Bye, guys.
0: Grab life big.